I'm a India Executive Briefings, Digital Yuan, by Adit Jain. The Alternative The subject of an alternate currency to the United States dollar has been debated for several years. However, more recently, American sanctions on Russian banks provided fresh impetus to finding a payment mechanism that is beyond the purview of the U.S. administration. Most commentators reluctantly agree that the only candidate that checks at least some of the boxes, as a substitute to the greenback, would be the digital yuan, ICNI. Chinese policymakers are infuriated by the fact that the Belgian-based Swift Messaging Network, the only option for international transaction settlements, remains subject to American influence. Their previous efforts to promote the yuan were dampened by capital controls, which punters found unpalatable. It is true, that the yuan is unlikely to replace the dollar as the currency of choice. But there are other possibilities that China seeks to explore. The most important amongst these is to establish a payment mechanism that its trade partners could seamlessly adopt and one that proves harder for America to block. China wants the yuan to be more prominent overseas without compromising on domestic capital controls. In a pilot exercise that spreads across the country, residents can download e-wallets onto their phones. The ICNI that these wallets contain are backed by China's central bank providing both stability and comfort, qualities not commonly associated with other digital currencies. 260 million individuals now use the ICNI with over 4.5 million retail outlets accepting it. Nobody, including top officials in the People's Bank of China, PBOC, currently suggests that the digital yuan would break the dollar's monopoly. But it could almost certainly be used to finance projects associated with the Belt and Road Initiative and by countries under American sanctions, to settle transactions with each other or with China. At the time of writing this paper, the BOC offered no indication on how overseas residents might be allowed to receive an e-wallet. The chatter doing the rounds, suggests that China may set up a special financial zone, for instance in Hong Kong, where foreigners could apply for wallets and following a screening process be granted one. Initially, most transactions would be with Chinese entities but as the number of foreign wallet holders reaches a critical mass, they could transact with each other. The intent of capital controls is not so much about money leaving domestic shores, but rather about exchanging it for another currency. So, when foreigners begin to hold vast amounts of the digital yuan, there could be worries about a run on the currency in a speculative situation. A hedge fund manager, for instance, could begin to short-sell the ICNI creating headaches for China's central bank. The advantage of the digital currency is that, through the use of technology, regulators can exercise authority over how it is used, when it can be sold or how much of it can be exchanged. Moreover, control over e-wallets could effectively guarantee that ICNI circulating in foreign countries would not fall into the wrong hands. Because of these restrictions the demand for it among speculators would be low. Technology could also ensure that the digital currency is programmable. For instance, it could be created with conditions that set limits on how much of an e-wallet could be sold in exchange for foreign currencies or who it could be sold to. Transactions with speculators, could be forbidden. A currency with restrictions is understandably less appealing than one without. Still, if China's conventional currency remains hard to acquire, because of its government's anxieties over speculation and abuse, then the digital yuan could provide a viable substitute.